Now, it's my favourite time of week again. It's David Georgenson's time from Inside Soap magazine. Hello, you. Good afternoon. How are you this week? I'm not too bad, thank you. It's, it's terrible weather down there, but I'm quite all right, thank you very much. Yeah, but you know, it's horrible weather up here. Absolutely horrible. It's just been rainy and it's cold. And uh, I'm, I'm not good in this kind of weather, David, which I should be used to because it's always like this. But, you know. Yeah, I've seen the pictures of your hair when it was in the rain, yeah. The pictures of my hair in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cheeky, Mr. Georgenson. You really, really are. Um, anyway, listen, it's great to have you here this week. Uh, have you been tuning into the cold cloths? Um, I have, yes. Well, you don't tune in. Do you tune into the radio? Oh, I suppose you do, actually. Yeah, you, you can tune in, don't you? Yes. I've been very busy this week, and I need to catch up on the cold cloths, actually. I haven't uh, had a chance to listen to this week's episodes yet, but I will, I've got them all saved, so I'm going to listen to them. Oh, good stuff. Well, um, I have been listening to them, and uh, I have to say, it's, it's been a bit of a traumatic week with the cold cloths because um, Cheryl had her baby, and unfortunately, the baby died. Um, so, you know, there was a, a kind of clear message has been coming from this storyline uh, that, you know, her smoking and, and, you know, her use of tranquilizers and just her, her general health while she's been pregnant has, has obviously uh, damaged the baby while she was pregnant. So that was very sad and we had the funeral. Um, obviously, Ray is still hoping to get out of his wheelchair at some point, but he's getting himself fit and healthy now uh, for um, physiotherapy, which is starting in a couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, Mark, Mark, I think, is finally coming to sort of uh, coming to grips with his sexuality. Um, I, I, you know, he's, he's kind of getting a bit more open about the fact that uh, he is gay. So uh, it's been an interesting week in the cold class, I have to say. Um, You've got me right up to date. Yes, I have indeed. And you're going to bring us all up to date with what's happening in the rest of Soapland because uh, we're starting off with Ira Emmerdale, as we always do. And, uh, well, do you know something? I'm a little bit confused because I don't know if I've missed stuff or I haven't missed stuff, but I feel as oh. if I haven't watched Emmerdale in ages. And yet, no. I don't feel as if I haven't missed... I, I don't feel as if I've missed any. Right, so... Because of the football, it wasn't on last night and it's not on tonight either, but it was on on Sunday, which is unusual for Emmerdale. It's very rarely on a Sunday. So we had this week we had episodes on Sunday, Monday, and then there's going to be an episode tomorrow night as well. So if you feel like you're all over the place with it, you're not the only one. I think everybody is at this station and we've all had enough. But yes, if you need to catch up, do go back on the uh, STV player, ITV player, and it'll be on there for you. Oh, brilliant. Well, do you know something? I don't, I can't remember if I watch Sundays or not. I definitely watch Mondays. And uh, I'm trying to think what actually happens. See, when it's not on every night, it's so hard to actually think back. It's hard to keep track, isn't it? To, yes, to well, absolutely. Track. Well, anyway, what, what, what we've missed out on so far is the fact that Belle is trying to get over Dr. Bailey and Lisa takes Belle out to dinner. But what happens, of course, Dr. Bailey and his wife are in the restaurant and this is all going to kick off in a major way on Friday. Now, it, poor Belle, she is really being manipulated here, I think. And, you know, she's she's been through a lot over the last couple of years and her mental health, she really needs to start looking after it a bit more and i don't think an affair with dr bailey is the way to go of course not <clears throat> anyone can see that but it, yeah it, it's i don't know i think things are going to get a lot worse before they get better for bell yeah it, it seems so i mean it, did she know 
that he was going to be in the restaurant or or because no, I wasn't quite well, sure. Well, it was a bit a shock and she was yeah i think she panicked a little bit about what was going to go on and it's just i don't i don't i just want bell to walk away from it and i want her to find a young man of her own age and i don't think she's going to do that and it's really really and it's it's excruciating to watch sometimes because we all like bell and she's made mistakes in the past of course she has but you know she needs to move on from this very quickly because dr bailey is really a bad influence Yes, he is. Bad, bad doctor. Um, listen, I tell you who else is bad, bad, bad. Um, why do I never, ever... Here we go. Her? Here we go. Go you on. You know, I know. It's so incredibly ridiculous. Uh, the boy's mother, the three Barton boys. What'd you call her? Oh, Emma. no, you're horrible. All right, Emma, Emma, Emma. Now, Emma has been very horrible um, because she has made Chaz think that she's losing the plot again. And, and Chaz has gone off to kind of get some mental help. But it's actually her that smashed up the pub. Yeah, this is it. It's actually very good the way they did it as well, because what happened was Charity came down the stairs, saw the pub had been absolutely ruined, someone had smashed it up. And then Chaz thought it was her, obviously because she suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder and the way it manifests itself in Chaz is the fact that she sleepwalks and she's done some really terrible things and she even uh, a good a couple of months ago she, she stabbed Diane in her sleep as well didn't mean to do it of course and so Chaz automatically blamed herself for this but when Emma was having a little chat and, and talking about whether she was going to stay, be allowed to stay in Emmerdale, where she was going to go, the Bartons were going to get rid of her or not. It was noticed that her engagement ring had vanished. And where was that engagement ring? Lying in the middle of the broken glass in the wool pack. It was Emma that done it. And she, yeah, she got rid of Chaz good and proper. And yeah, she's, I'm in two minds about Emma. She is, she's obviously a very, very caring nurse and mother and she wants to make amends but she's got a very twisted way about going things and i think she needs to relax a little bit but that wouldn't be half as entertaining would it oh i know i know well that's the thing i mean you know you want well i as a character i think oh, i hate you but then i think you know I, I still wouldn't want you to go because it's it's you know just gripping watching at times it really is listen yes. just finally quickly with emmerdale and what's happening with lawrence and bernice because obviously you know lawrence has pretty much admitted about his affair um with uh oh what's the chat ronnie ronnie is it right? They were in a relationship for a good while back in the day, yeah. So it's um, it was a bit more than an affair, I think, back in the day. And yeah, it's something that Lawrence had desperately tried to put behind him, of course, and didn't want people to know about. And and obviously now Bernice has put two and two together and she's realised what has been going on. And obviously with Ronnie being back in the village, is it back in his life, it's, you know, it's very uncomfortable for Lawrence. He's trying to build this life for himself and he's not altogether sure whether this is the life he wants either. It's very confusing time for him and it's very unusual to see this storyline being played out with older people as well which is quite interesting to see let's just say on this one i've got i've, I've had a sneak preview of what's coming up and yeah it, it's going to take a very very interesting twist this one oh my goodness because i know that, That's all that I can say. she ended up kissing andy and i think you know she's never really got over andy has she but i think she definitely no, wants no. her marriage to work as well and actually it's a shame because if lawrence is battling with his sexuality and really does want to to you know be with ronnie then it, it would be nice to actually see lawrence be happy and and fulfilled in a relationship in a way that he can't be with bernice 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, but as I said, there is a twist coming up. Right. Okay. What is that twist going to be? I don't think you'll be able to guess. Oh, you're such a tease, honestly. Anyway, uh, let's move on to Coronation Street. And <laughs> uh, oh, it's been a huge week in Coronation Street because um, obviously Callum's funeral. Um, we've seen the split of uh, oh, what's the vicar's name again? Um, Billy. Billy and Sean. You almost caught me out there. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. We need to get rid of the football. This is dreadful. Um, so we've seen the split of Billy and Sean. Now, am I right in saying I've missed an episode somewhere? Because it was actually my dear husband right. that told me that um, Billy came on to Todd. Right, so there is no more Coronation Street this week. and There's nothing else on Tuesday night's episodes were the last you'll see of Coronation Street until Sunday now. So this week, what we've had is an hour-long episode on Sunday, two episodes as normal on Monday, and then an hour-long episode on Tuesday. So it's quite a lot of Corrie. That's three hours of Corrie, that. And, um, yeah, it's... if you've missed it, obviously go back and watch on the players, or if you've recorded it, you'll have to catch up that way. And yes, you basically summed up Coronation Street quite perfectly this week. Callum's funeral, Sarah struggling to cope, Callum's mother causing trouble left, right and centre, wanting to know how her son died and what on earth happened. Police sniffing around, been watching Sarah very closely of course. Sarah's on the cusp of something quite major now coming up and all to do with Callum and Kylie and David of course, and the baby. And and yeah, in the in the middle of all this, of course, we have had uh, Billy getting close to Todd, and I think Billy is quite conflicted in his feelings. Of course, wants to like Sean. I'm sorry, but if I was Billy, I'd be going for Todd over Sean as well, mainly because Sean just never stops whinging. Oh, he's just a moaning mini, isn't he? He goes on and on and on and does himself no favors. No, he really doesn't do himself any favours at all. And he, he he says that he appreciates Billy's work as a vicar and what he has to do, but doesn't understand that being a vicar is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week job. And, and yeah, he just doesn't get it, does he? And I think Todd bizarrely does. And I don't necessarily think that Todd is a very good match for Billy, but who knows? Stranger things have happened. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I think Todd, when he behaves himself, you know, he's he he's actually come across as being so supportive and so lovely recently that I've I've kind of thought, gosh, I could see Billy and Todd together. Actually, um, the weird thing about Todd is that we never found out why he suddenly turned bad because he was always a fairly decent character when he was in it first time around, and obviously things that happened with Sarah and the baby Billy that they had together and he sadly died and then he went off to London and then came back as a really nasty individual and we've never actually found out what turned him into that nasty character before and I'd love to delve into Todd's past and find out exactly what on earth went on to make him that way because I think at heart he really isn't a nasty person at all so yeah it'd be very interesting to go back and look at that one day and I really hope they do. Oh, absolutely. That'd be great. Uh, Just finally with Coronation Street, um, we see that uh, Kim Marsh's character, Michelle, she and Steve have split up. Um, Now, there was kind of rumours about, you know, she thinks there's nothing left for her. She's not leaving, though, is she? Who knows in Coronation Street? You never know what's going to happen, do you? Oh, do you know something? You do this to me every week, Mr. J. I am not a happy bunny, so um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get some blackmail on you. I'm gonna have to get some, you know, some dirt on you, so I can blackmail you and get all the storylines out of you. 
having you be have a good luck looking there I think, i'm not sure my life is juicy enough to get any blackmail dirt on me frankly mm, join the club <laughs> i watch the omnibuses of the soaps and the soaps <laughs> <laughs> Okay, listen, let's move on to EastEnders now. Uh, busy old week there as well. We see Jane still in hospital. Now, can you just tell me, David, how paralysed is Jane? Is it from the neck down or is it from the waist down? Right, well, she's not... I don't think she's paralysed in terms of paralysed for the rest of her life now. What the, the, She got such a whack on the back of, her, of the back of the head with the, the hockey stick from Bobby that I think it is... As far as I know, it's temporarily disrupted her, uh, her spinal um, kind of a nervous system and she can't actually feel too much at the moment. So and she's having difficulty with her mobility, of course, as well. Now, she I think that she is able to sense something, but not very clearly. And and this is why she's obviously having difficulties at the moment. And it's going to be a very long recovery for her as well. So hopefully she can. I mean, there is a possibility that she can recover from this. So fingers crossed that she does. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a very long road for Jane now. And uh, I do feel very sorry for her. Let me just say before we carry on, actually, that EastEnders is slightly different to the other two soaps this week because um, there was no episode on Monday, but there, were epi- there was an episode on Tuesday and there is an episode tonight and tomorrow as well so you you're actually missing out one episode this week of EastEnders oh right okay because yeah I've been a wee bit all over the place with that as well and you know the way when when you know I'm I'm expecting somebody else to kind of look through the tv guide for me to to you know tell me what's on and and where and and you know I, I don't know if I'm always getting it Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm kind of up to date. But the last I saw, Richie was telling Jane and Ian that um, it was looking likely that Bobby would, you know, he could be home, um, you know, because he is a juvenile. But um, Sharon's not so convinced that Bobby's going to be home. No, she's not. No, and I don't blame her for that either. And I think uh, after everything that Bobby's done, I, I think uh, I think something strong does need to happen to him at this stage, and he does need to get the help that he really clearly needs. And um, I mean, it's, I don't know if he is going to get the help. To be honest with you, you know, I mean, going inside is 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 one thing, but actually coming out reform character. I mean, I know that with young offenders they do try very very hard to help them but uh yeah i mean i mean look at uh um oh god you've made me forget people now yeah, what's his name yeah, um, my fault ian's ben. brother ben ben yes I'll ben went right, through David. the same process of course he uh, he hit heather on the back of the head with that photo frame and was done for i think it was manslaughter he was done for um and yeah went inside for a couple of years and came out a very very angry person and uh, has changed his life and managed to turn things around and I actually quite like Ben these days now I think he's really has learned from the past but yeah whether the same can be said for Bobby I just don't know absolutely not well listen we'll need to wait and see what happens and um, I'm sure at some point I'll be able to work out what is happening with the soaps but thank you so much uh for coming on and telling us all about what's been happening and uh keeping us up to date and when things are coming on and when they're not um it's very handy to know you Mr Georgenson I have to say yeah. um but Inside Soap Magazine the brand new copy's out it's absolutely spectacular as always if you want to take a look then you can go out and get it now but if you can't and you want to take a look online have you got the fully accessible web address i do indeed and if you go there from next tuesday you'll find a link to actually go and vote in the inside soap awards it's that time of the year again we're starting the awards and before you know it, it'll be christmas sadly enough and the uh, link to go to today and next week is insidesoap.co.uk
fantastic and it is fully accessible I know because I'm on it all the time David many thanks for joining us here on RNIB Connect Radio you have a great week and we'll speak to you again soon